Welcome once again, everybody, to another exciting episode of The Push, starring your stars of the show. Well, I am your co-host, Dom Allen, with your star of the show, the owner, the boss, the jefe of Bodyslam.net, Cassidy Haynes. I would consider you the host, and I'm just the sidekick at this point, really. Um, Quarterback this thing, bro. I just chime in, and I'm just here for comic relief. I like I like being like the the VP the con, the wartime consigliere. Well, that's the, fine, uh, yeah. But as far as the show goes, you're pretty much the one that you steer it. You steer the boat. Well, we I can be I can captain the ship, but you you're the guy that pilots the boat or pilots the plane, right, or whatever. Am I the? Works. Are you the captain to my Tennille Dashwood? Lou, how, did we ever figure out if Lou Captain Lou is available? I haven't. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't Google if he's dead. Is he dead? That's on you, man. You made that claim. I don't know. Do, all... Should I Google it? Yeah, Google it. Is Siri? Yeah, no, that's not. Is, that... is Captain Lou dead? Hang on, I'm typing it in. Captain. Lou. While you're doing that, I'm actually in Studio B right now, which is why I have the push. Uh oh. Bad news. Yeah, a long time ago. That's what I thought. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah. So now you got to apologize to Captain Lou. Well, to anybody who was offended by. Oh, if anybody's offended by me not knowing Captain Lou's dead, I, I'm going to pretend to apologize to you right now. No, I'm sorry. I, I don't. Wait. Yeah, you know what? I am sorry. I didn't know that. I should know this. I should know who's dead at all times. Well, if you have some, if you have some animosity towards Cass, I have some good news <laughs> because and this is 200. This is why I'm mad. $95,000. Oh, that's not working at all. Not because working? Of the background. No, that background is busting that shit up. So there this right go. here, that's the $295,000 championship. To those who are watching us on YouTube, you can that's see made it out of, your own eyes. That's made out of straight blood diamonds and uh, African gold, right? Oh, my God. Absolutely not. Not no. the inaugural title. This is, no. this is blood diamond free. Are you kidding me? No. Who are you talking well, to here? Then I don't want it. <laughs> well, you can get your own you title. It. You can keep that trash belt. I'm I'm like the uh, the Daniel Bryan title with the the hemp and the all all vegan. Oh, they, there wasn't enough crystals on that belt, bro. I love that belt, but maybe I'm I just mean, biased. It's a I, missed opportunity. I mean, there was. I mean, he's a guy that's going to have crystals in his pockets, right? He should have had a lot of crystals on that belt instead of just fucking aquamarine stones and shit. There was just a, there was not enough crystals on that belt. That's a good point. That would have been cool. Yeah. Crush up some geodes. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> but long story short, we did two cards. And I ended up actually tying overall for the weekend. You came in in a pathetic two points. What did I tell you? I told you what was going to happen. Remember when I said this is where I fall? It goes, it's going to go off the rails. Right. Could have went either like, way. I like to gamble. You like to lose. Uh. <laughs> It's in the it's the thrill, man. It's the thrill of the of the up and down of am I gonna No, I, I lose. I lose when I gamble. I just suck at this. You know, I like that you bet did with your Ro, heart though. Did Rajit Rohat or whatever his name was win his open challenge? He lost? Who won? Willie Mack came in and took that. So you guys bet the field and I was like, No, the star of the show, Rajat Rohat, he hot, whatever Rahit, his name is. Rajut. Rahit, I Rajut, yeah, he didn't win. No. But the one that you and only you got right for the weekend was in Impact, and you picked Rhino and Heath Slater going over, and they did. 
So they got their win. Yeah, told you, were the, you were the only person to pick that. And the uh, the fatal four-way match, whatever it was, the unsanctioned, where we were all hating on Josh Alexander, is the only one that no one picked, ended up yeah, winning the he match. Won, he won, of course, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the first match I saw, really, I think, when I turned it on, because I was coming in a little late. I think that's the, the first full match I watched. I came I, in at the end of the um, Moose and Trey Miguel match, which was not even – was that on the card, or did we miss that somehow? We missed it. Well, it wasn't on the thing they sent me. So, was it a spont- spontaneous, like, Moose came out there shit-talking situation and they just had a match? Or was it a booked, like, this match is on the card? Like I said, I, I missed the last two weeks of Impact, even though I've been watching it pretty regularly up until that yeah. point. But I don't know. I didn't remember it being – honestly, I don't really remember any matches for Victory Road being solidified two, from two weeks out, except for maybe Eddie Edwards versus – um, Eric Young, which yeah. we saw Eric Young retained, and my girl Aisha Edwards didn't have as as much of an impact as I thought she was going to have. Did I not say I said Eric Young was going to win that one? At least I got that one right, didn't we, I? We we all did. That was a wash. Anything that was a wash, I just nobody got a point. Yeah, it was. So I counted points for any time that you pick the winner, and there was somebody in the field that did not pick the winner. Yeah, yeah, Chris. I, I, I told you going into this, I fucking suck at predictions. I don't know right. what what happens to me. Maybe it's because I don't pay enough attention to things. There's always tomorrow. I'm not gonna predict tomorrow. No, wrong. Unless this is unless this is Rocky Four. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Oh, is that Rocky Three? Am I messing up my Rocky saga? Who? Wait. I'm blanking on the name, but it's the trainer who – no, because it's four. It's the trainer who trained Apollo, who then after Apollo died, he was training Rocky against yeah, yeah. Ivan. The guy that's uh, – Man, what's uh, wrong with you? Oh, no. What is, am I – oh, my God. No, Apollo says that to him in three. In three. When they're, yeah, they're training on the beach in L.A., and yeah. he, uh, he just, when like, stops that, running. Yeah, yeah. We'll when get it tomorrow. Have- He's got to have a, there's no tomorrow. He's got to have a montage flashback scene, and then he's got to find himself when Adrian comes out there and makes makes sure he wins. Yeah. I'm so I'm so disappointed in myself that it took me that long to put that together. It's been a long long day. I'm a little disappointed in myself for not correcting you on it fast enough. It, but, dude, it was a it was a long and thrilling night because my Philadelphia Eagles beat the current NFC champion. 49ers well, in dramatic it was, fashion. It was a good game. I didn't see the end of it. It was close. The The birds ended up pulling out a little bit at the end in the fourth quarter, and the uh, the, the Niners ended up coming back, and it ended up coming down to a, a last second throw to the end zone. So, so my Falcons, birds pulled out. My Falcons will probably lose tomorrow night, so mm. I'm getting this jersey in when I can because if I wear it on game day, we always lose, so that's why I'm wearing it today. Smart. Yeah. That way that's it's gonna not be my f- fault. That's why it's not my fault tomorrow when we lose. That's gonna be a fun it's game be, though. You guys, be their fault. You're playing the Chiefs, right? No, Packers. Oh, are there two games tomorrow? Yeah, Chiefs. Okay. They moved something to uh, CBS because it was COVID. Mm, was it Chiefs I gotcha. and Patriots? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because Cam Newton got the COVID. So. Anyway, what did you think of NXT? Let's get into that. Uh, that's well, what we came for. That's what everybody's here for. The match of the night to me was definitely uh, Escobar and Swerve. That was a good match. I, I thought a lot of the matches were good, but yeah, I, that would probably 
to me too would probably take it for me as far as the top of the night goes we were all surprised to see eo hold on to her title none of us picked that yeah i I definitely thought candace was but it makes more sense now that they still can't get the gold as a family because that was what they're both trying to do so they both Mm -hmm. instead of being uh trouble amongst the ranks now they're just going to both be struggling to i guess figure out what the gargano way is actually going to do or something right yeah where does it go for from here for them in your opinion I don't know. I guess got to get. I think you got to go more evil. You got to even more evil. That's how you fix everything, right? But you know, you you alluded to this, or maybe you were mentioning how your buddy thought this that they don't really they don't really captivate you when they're doing that. And I agree. I don't know if you yeah. do, but I'm the same I, way. I, I like him better as heels than I do as baby faces. I agree, but even then, I like them as more as like sniveling heels than psychotic heels. Yeah, I don't buy Johnny Gargano as psychotic right after maybe six months to a uh, year. He doesn't have to be a... psychotic. He can just be like devious and fucking evil. I like the way he's been portrayed the past few weeks in his heel role. I loved on NXT last Wednesday when they were doing the promo and he was or like a backstage interview and he was talking about, she broke my TV. You break her leg. Tit for tat. Same, same. Or like exactly. however he said yeah. it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but what was your favorite match of the night? You know, I think my favorite moment of the night might have actually been Kushida and seeing his viciousness after now, the match. Do you consider that a heel turn? Because it's interesting, because every people did are, pe- but the thing is who he did it to, they aren't portraying him on TV as being who he is in real life, who we know why he's being punished and buried because of all the things he's done or allegedly done. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like that's the storyline they're portraying him as on TV. So it's not like, Oh, it's just Kushida beating up a pedophile. No, it's just Kushida attacking somebody brutally. So it's, I think it's definitely a Kushida heel turn. You don't have to just because, Somebody a baby face turns on a heel doesn't mean the heel has to turn baby face. It doesn't mean Velveteen Dream turned. Velveteen Dream's still a heel as well, but Kushida's now a heel because of the way he acted. You know, I think that's what people were missing there is that it's not just because he did it to Velveteen Dream doesn't mean that he's not a heel. He did heel shit. It's just now Velveteen Dream's still a heel and Kushida's a heel, right? You can look at it that way. You don't always prob- have to do the double switch. It's not always a double switch. You know, it's not always a double turn. Right. Well, and you're you're probably right, but it could also be. You see, WWE does this a lot, where they'll do something and then not follow it up. Yeah. They might have done that specifically for the moment of we know that everybody watching that's in the bubble or in the Thunderdome or whatever they're calling it. It's is, a Capital Wrestling Center. Right. Capital Wrestling Center. Like why? I don't hate it. Never. But but first of all, so the whole thing is like they bought Capital Wrestling and it's supposed to be like a throwback to that, right? Well, I well, think no. calling it that is an homage to that, but I don't know how much it's going to go beyond that. I don't understand because they're like, they even reference it. It's like, oh, it's, just, it's just like the old day. No, it's not. There's video screens and cage link fence around everything. Like, I don't think Capital Wrestling did that. I don't know. I don't understand the whole thing. I think they just wanted to take the Cruiserweight Classic logo and rebrand it as something else so that that way it all ties in. Maybe. It's the same. It's the same fucking logo. It's the two C's and the W and the yeah C W C backwards. It's the same thing. I think that's exactly all it is. Well, you know, we we just got introduced to it tonight. So let's see 
what I like the presentation it. of it. Yeah, so let's see what happens with it before we criticize it too much. I wasn't criticizing it as more as I was just confused with why you're why you had to call it that. Right. Instantly, like why reference why why tie it into something from 1956 and say that it's exactly what I do. I don't understand. Yeah. Off the top of my head, it could just be to um, to they're not, they're not in DC. Well, they're to differentiate in, it. Well, I'm thinking to differentiate it from the Thunderdome. Okay. Um, but also to maybe get away from calling it the Performance Center. Yeah. So they it doesn't. The, they rebranded the Performance Center, so it doesn't sound so in-house. Right. Which is fine. You know, I don't hate that either. But the oh, I lost my train of thought again. Um, this is awful. This is bad airtime. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, uh, they're bringing back Halloween Havoc. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, obviously, that's a direct shot at Cody and AEW since they're going to do it on Wednesday night. And it's oh, are they really? Yeah, it's Wednesday night, the twenty eighth. It's not a special oh. It's a Wednesday night against Dynamite on the twenty eighth. Wow. That and they even made the, the lo- you seen it. the logo? The logo's an old WCW logo with just NXT at the top instead of where it said WCW. Which uh, I like that. I like the I like it too, but yeah. like it'd be better if it was its own pay-per-view and it was standalone, I think, to me, instead of putting it up head to head against AEW. I think that's a little bit people always complain about AEW can't take can't stop taking shots at WWE, but like right. you, you do shit like that, and it's like, I mean, come on, man. You're, right. you're throwing it back just as hard if not harder because you're like rubbing his nose in the copyrights that he can't get back that he wants that his dad created yeah you know that's and that's obviously one way to look at it which is probably the the most reasonable way I mean, but, you can't tell me they didn't do it for that reason there's no reason to give nxt halloween havoc and put up wednesday night against dynamite unless you're doing it just out of spite i put it this way i can't tell you you're wrong but I don't need to yeah. think that too deep into it either. Uh, we, we've been talking for weeks about how we kind of want to rewatch Halloween Havoc and go through October, make that a fun thing. And I, got, I got 89 on right now again. Do you? The one from Philly, man. Yeah, I was, I was watching that the other night. Yeah. I haven't. And if you, I'm looking right now, I mean, I can see uh, a couple of the regulars from the old uh, ECW shows. Yeah, they're in the front, man. The, the guy, the. The Hawaiian shirt guy is out there somewhere mm-hmm. with a straw hat. I, I see him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I fell asleep during that, so I got to – because I put him on at the end of the night and just yeah. kind of mellow I'm out little, of it. But. I'm, little, I'm trying not to look at it because Tom Zink's on the screen. I'm not a Z-Man fan at all. Oh, you're early in the, you're early in the show then. Yeah. Fuck the Z-Man. Um, but you know what? I wasn't – Halloween Havoc, although not that's not point I wanted to make. Either. Not apologizing for that either. Not apologizing for that. He's dead. Not apologizing for saying fuck Z-Man. Shots fired. Yeah. He tried to hit it on my mom. I was, he hit on my mom in front of me when I was like seven at a house show. <laughs> yeah. Like me and my mom were in line to get food and he's like, Hey, he's trying to like fuck my mom in front of me. So I'm like, fuck you Z man. Yeah. Piece nobody, nobody dead, alive or not yet born messes with Pamela mm-hmm. Haynes. All he right? was like, he was like, you should come with us to an after party. And she's like, I got my kid. He's like, ah, you, you can do something with him. It's nah. like, what? Get rid of, like, leave the kids in a car or something, Z-Man, and come to the after party? He's a piece of shit. Yeah, Keep I don't know. I agree. I agree. This show does not support but his body total, of work. Total missed opportunity on my mom's part, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, no, so I definitely wanted to talk about Halloween Havoc, but that wasn't the point I was, I was trying to make. You asked me what my favorite match of the night was. Mm-hmm. I said my favorite moment was Kushida. And we kind of got off topic when we were talking about why, us. But... Off topic? No fucking way, bro. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm, 
impressed with my ability to focus enough to bring us back. You're so doing a good job. We're, you're, you're losing your train of thought, but then you're reeling me back in. So we're working it out. I, uh, oh no, no, I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> so I, what I liked about the Kushida match was the viciousness that you were talking with the viciousness that you were talking about. And WWE does a great job of providing these moments where then they can go at a crossroads and they can kind of pan out over the next few days and see which way they want to go. Mm-hmm. They don't need to do anything differently with Kishida starting Wednesday on NXT. That could have just been a solitary moment where they knew that everybody that was watching in that electronic virtual thing, no matter what they're telling them to do, everybody's doing this to the camera for Velveteen Dream. So they knew, hey, we're going to try to get you over. You're going to get the match anyway. You're getting the win. Afterwards, this is a good person that everybody is giving up on anyway. So get some extra heat on them. And then tomorrow you'll still be a baby face, but it'll just show a different side of you and he'll still be, but maybe not. It's probably more likely that he'll be more heel like more moving to the tweener. He's tweening now. He was going to be like, yeah. the baby. yeah. If that happens we'll anywhere, we'll it happens in NXT, you know? So I was talking to somebody today. We got the draft coming up too. Mm. You see anybody? We got the draft what coming up in the next what eight days? Cole and O'Reilly. You think they're going the up? next day? You think? I think so, man. Because look, it kind of looked like once Cole dropped the title that he was going up, and then he had the SummerSlam feud with Pat McAfee. Man, and I hope th- he doesn't though. Well, I think I think he'll get lost up there. I think they're both a little. <sighs> If they stick together, then oh, because they're so good at doing that, right? No, I know, teams, I know. Teams team stuck together. I mean, that's not the formula up there. I know they won't I get. Know. They won't get. They'll get kept together for three weeks or so, and then they're fighting each other, and then they're lost in the shuffle after a month. After that, if that's so, we 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 don't want that. You don't want them up there. No, it's hard to be optimistic about it, but I would hope that they're so good and they have such a long history together, even just the two of them as a tag team. And that was a group of, well, you know what? Maybe they don't move them up. Maybe they stay on NXT now that I'm talking about it and kind of thinking out loud. Maybe they have somebody down there to build your stars. Right. And And I think that's what it looked like. Ridge Hall. Was it Ridge Holland? Is that his name? Yep. Mm -hmm. And Cole looks like that's going to be the next program. So you can't pull him up right away. If you're going to work that program to establish and build, somebody as a contender mm-hmm. for Finn because it looked like that's what they were going to do is like have Ridge Holland come up and to make him to be a, con- a credible contender to Finn he has to go through somebody credible and make that Adam Cole so he attacks Adam Cole you know what I mean it gives him a little bit of credibility to make him establishing himself as somebody that somebody can take seriously in the main event because right now I mean why would you you know right 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 but if you keep t- pulling all these people to the main roster without establishing stars, I think that's where you're getting this loss of interest that a lot of people have in the company mm-hmm. that are in NXT. You know, I mean, cause like, I mean, it happens to me, man. Like they pull all these people up and then what do you got left? It's like, all right, now who's going to fill that void. And then as soon as they get there, they pull them away. And then it's just like, what do you, you know, why get invested in somebody just to watch them leave? Yeah. Okay. You got to keep somebody around. Well, when I say, Bring them up. I don't necessarily mean, you know, this week or next week. Yeah. But do you see 
Cole and Riley being there in NXT by Survivor Series weekend? Yeah, I don't think you okay. can take them out of NXT. I think you leave them down there, man. Then if you don't, and I'm not, and I like that. Uh, I like the idea of them staying there in NXT. But do you think by Survivor Series weekend we see something along the lines of Cole and O'Reilly versus Strong and Fish, or even bigger than that with somebody coming to? Cole and O'Reilly's aid and maybe uh, um, uh, oh my god I'm blanking on his name because I love him I love the way they presented him so far the guy that just destroyed him Rich Holland Rich Holland yeah. I'm mad that I'm blanking on it because I love his music I love the way he looks I love the, the vignettes that they've done for him so far and uh, I'm excited for him moving forward but I wouldn't be surprised if we see some divisions. And I mean, obviously, there's going to be divisions in Undisputed Era, just the way that it's been portrayed so far for so many weeks. Mm-hmm. But maybe we see more characters, more more wrestlers coming into that, and it's not just the four of them. And maybe Rich Allen ends up bringing in, in uh, or maybe more Fish and and Strong bringing in Rich Allen to the group and getting away from from Strong and O'Reilly, or Let's from uh, Cole and O'Reilly. Maybe they team up with somebody, and it leads to some kind of elimination at Survivor Series weekend. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what they do. I think they keep them four. I think keep the. I think they keep the four of them together for a while and kind of build the dissension of like these two have kind of changed their attitude, and then these two are still the old way. And then it just. I think you keep that going for a while, and you long burn that, and you tell that story for a long time. You don't rush it over the next month. I mean, no, not over the out. next. Yeah, not yeah, over the you next. You stretch month. that out. You stretch that out. There's still a team at Survivor Series if they're going to do something like that, where there's like a where they have a representation in the match. I would keep them together. I think you keep them together for a while, and you run that out for a little bit longer than just to pull the trigger and break them up right away. There's just a lot of good storyline you can do there, and a lot of good, a lot of TV you can fill. Mm-hmm. But we got the draft coming, so. I was kicking around talking to one of my buddies. He was like, you know who's going to show up? You know, they're going to, the name is going to be returning. I was like, what's that? He said, Lars Sullivan. <laughs> is he still signed? Oh, yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah. Hmm. And apparently they've been talking about him. Really? A lot. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of little mumbles and rumors about him being mentioned backstage, but they're still real worried about how he's still perceived as just the guy that got freaked out and ran away, went back home had a freak out and ran back home. So that's not really, all. I mean, they can't really trust a, him. He's racist. He can't really trust him. He's, you know, crazy. I wasn't going to say it, but he's had a few issues that have been public. So dude. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It, he wrote it. You can't say that he didn't say it. It's there. Yeah. It's a hard image to come back from. Yeah. When but it's out there, they'll do it. They'll bring it back. They brought Velveteen dream back. And they just took Austin theory. who got accused of the same things and threw him back down to NXT and put him right on TV and jobbing him out again as punishment. But they're not worried about putting somebody with a bad, bad image right back on TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's proven. So now, so today, did you you see the Tony storm? uh, I did. So now, and now explain this to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Tony Storm, okay. oh, all this big, okay, great, Tony Storm's back. That's super awesome. Boom, huge pop if there was people there. But, you know what I mean? Like, that's like the big reveal. Then what happens? Let's just overshadow that and steal the thunder by just having Ember Moon biker right out and then just mm-hmm. do this, just I debut over, I, I, I return over top of you. Mm-hmm. What's the point in that? Like, why, why throw both those two right on top of each other just to have one outshine the other? Maybe for that purpose. 
maybe so that when Tony Storm comes in, she can be mad about that and say exactly what you just said. Well, that's the only way it would make sense. Yeah, but that's so odd. It's such a good promo. And in the meantime, in between time, you can have Ember Moon next week on, uh, or maybe in the next two weeks, however long it takes to be able to bring Tony Storm back. Um, so that it's not like, oh, I'm coming back, and then next week she's here. Hopefully that is a long feud that maybe leads to the three of them all feuding for the title in a elimination triple threat match at NXT TakeOver for Survivor Series. I'm just fantasy booking right now. I, I hate when I do that. Doing. I'm like, all right, your, your, your well wishes are not going to happen, but I like where your head's at. Yeah. That's been it's going to happen. I mean, they'll probably have a match. Three of them. That's the only reason they probably put that segment. I mean, like they – did it the way they did you know what i mean but i get i get very me, fantasy booky when to i me, it just seems like unless that's what you're doing to where tony storm now is pissed off and is like you you stole my sh- my shine you stole my thunder then like there's no reason to have done it that way to me but whatever so is she a biker now is ember moon a biker now i don't know what she is I really never know what her gimmick is. She, it's like, I mean, she rode in on a motorcycle and with a, had the motorcycle helmet on when she came out on the stage. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see, to be determined. She's kind of like – but she's always been that way with me. She's like Shotzi Blackheart. Like, she's just got like a million different gimmicks going on. Well, she's like kind of just like a like a charcuterie board of gimmicks. Shotzi Blackheart's run is the going to be the host of Halloween Havoc. Is she? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Ooh. See, I don't she's hate on the poster. That. She's on the poster. The only person she's like howling at the moon. Uh, okay, because the moon, the logo. I hope they have fun with it and they make it very Halloween oriented. Like the old ones, like they used to be, where you'd see Tony Schiavone dressed up as the Phantom of the Opera, hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do a uh, backstage gimmick where everybody's in their Halloween costume. It leads to a uh, food fight. Or was it Eric Bischoff that was the Phantom of the Opera? Either way, I don't remember. I remember I saw Eric Bischoff, or I saw, I heard him talking on the last podcast. I think it was the last episode of 83 Weeks that they mentioned Halloween Havoc. And I'm pretty sure if I heard it correctly that he considered that to be WCW's like WrestleMania. Even though everybody else said it was Starcade, he was like, nah, I always saw it as being Halloween Havoc. That was like, that's what he, but maybe I heard him wrong. But I'll tell you what, as a non. Well, as a casual WCW fan in its heyday, because I always followed it, but I didn't really watch it as much. Halloween Havoc was always one that I got really excited for, more so than, like you said, Starcade or like not knowing what their WrestleMania was. I always felt like I got excited for what happened around Halloween Havoc. I mean, I guess you can argue and say that Starcade because you had had Sting Hogan, Hogan Piper, um, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I was. Was Hogan and Warrior at Halloween Havoc? I think it was, wasn't it? I would see. I, I would have to rely on you for knowledge of that stuff. I want to think. I want to say that might have been '98. Let me got this thing that we. You know this. There's nope. this crazy, crazy it's, thing that we have here. It's Sunday night. If you want to do oh. it, you can. The champ has done enough over the weekend in retaining on. I spent. I'd spent two nights retaining this title. I'm like. I'm like all of the New Japan. Ooh, ooh, guess who got it right? Halloween Havoc 98. Good for you. Too bad it didn't have guy. to do with... Uh... And it wasn't the main event. No? What was the main event that year? Goldberg DDP. Mm. Bret Hart versus Sting was on before Hogan and Warrior for the U.S. belt. Hmm. Poor Bret Hart, man. He won. He was the champ leading in, going into that match, and he defeated Sting to retain. 
Halloween Havoc. I, I think I watched that one not too long ago. I just decided Bret Hart is going to be my great white whale as far as interviews. He will oh. be. We're, we're going to try to get him. Shoot him an email. He can do it. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get Bret Hart. Did you, speaking of which, did you shoot those other emails? Those ones that I... Uh, None of them. Nice. I, you're, I have all the confidence in the world that you're going to get Bret Hart, though. Because <laughs> I'm motivated. Yeah, your, motiva- your email motivation, your email blasting skills, and your, your hustle has got me convinced. That it's if, we're, if you're going to put me on blast now, I do believe <laughs> that I... And I'm not saying it's reasonable, but I asked you to just write it all in a list so I can, and just screenshot it to me so I can just check them off one by one. Of who I need to tell you to who who like I like all the people you want me to email and, okay. and stuff you need me to do. Okay, I'm gonna do that tonight. What are you doing tomorrow? Do you got to work? I actually my one class got canceled, so my I got my night class, but I'll have extra time during the day. So I can oh, you got all day tomorrow, so you'll have those. Well, too, when I get home from work, I'll have all afternoon. Have those transcriptions coming? Slow. Sorry, Sha- uh, sorry, Shaza. I love Shaza, and I want to make sure I give enough dedicated time to it. And I know I couldn't do that today with the birds the birds come on it's birds day tomorrow's my birds day well then you won't have to worry about it because i will be making sure that it's it's all good all right yeah, yeah. so why don't we wrap this up well since let's we, talk about it so we i was gonna say sure. we barely talked about it <laughs> let's actually talk about it so the main event happened yeah we should have talked about it more Finn won. we as far as the matches go Let's Look, just talk about our predictions. Like I was going to say, I feel boring. like let's well, just talk about let's run it down. Who were you and you and Faza tied, right? So it came down to Faz and I tied with six, scored right over the entirety of the weekend. And mm-hmm. again, that I'm not counting any matches where it was a wash, where either all or none of us obviously mm-hmm. got any points. Yeah, gotcha. That said, Faz and I scored six. Chris ended up scoring five. It would have two. been a three-way tie push if uh, he didn't go with Johnny Gargano. I got two. I, but those two, two those two were good. And you know what? You know what I like about you, buddy? You, you pick with your heart. You oh, yeah. With- no, I know it, too. I'm like, oh, I'm biased because I know this guy. And I'm like, damn it. That's not how this works. I, uh, when I don't have the title, I pick with my heart. But when you're holding over $300,000 worth of gold and Blood genuine diamonds. leather, no blood. No blood, but when you're holding that much value uh, around your your waist and shoulder, you you need to pick with your head, not your heart. So is, is this my last place belt? Can this be my last place title? Oh, what's that? The spinner belt? Yeah, it's. I think so. I had one of those when I was younger too. The uh, I forget which belt it was, but oh, is the WCW uh, big uh, big gold belt? Oh uh, well, that one is on. It was on one of these champions. Oh no, you got that it. one too. Yeah, it's somewhere. It was somewhere. Let me see the uh, the memorabilia that you just pulled out. That's that's recently displayed right there. This now guy. You, did you just buy this, or is this no? What you I had? I guess I bought it a while back, and okay. I found it in my closet. Uh, it's a boxed WCW Nitro. Excellent. Signature series, Heels. series one, and it's my man Ric Flair in his purple trunks. And I bring it up at this precise moment because. Since there's a two-way tie, there's a little bit of controversy right now. And Faz, I'm looking right at you, buddy, because I know you watch and I know you listen. To be the man, you got to beat the man, buddy. Still champ. I'm going to go with that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get behind that as way as I see it, yeah. And you and these and anybody else, Shazza, who wants to come on. 
Who, I don't think I'm a threat. Along? I don't feel like yeah, I'm a threat you're, you're to your threat. title at any time because I just start. I mean, I, I called. I was like, this is where it goes off the rails because I think I was like, I, I think that I might have even had the lead coming out of Impact, bro. You were doing even, good in Impact. I, that's what I'm telling you. I think I was like, because I was picking no, except for that Rojot, Rajot heat match. Or, no, I picked Ace. Yeah, I didn't do good. I, I lied. I, I lied. I was negative two coming out of Impact, probably. You got one point in Impact and one point in. Uh, hey. How many points did you get in Impact? Three. Oh, fuck you. It was a three-way tie coming out of Impact. Does it help to watch these shows that, you, that you're predicting for? Does that actually help? Uh, yeah, when you don't know who either person is, sure. It, it mm-hmm. definitely helps. Yeah. All right, so this is something that I should start doing more often is paying attention to what I'm watching. If you have any interest in a $304,000 title, then, yeah, you should probably give mm-hmm. it a shot. But if not, that's fine. I would like to invite, like I said, Faz and Chris and Shazza and anybody else who wants to, to vie for the title. Faz, you're more than welcome to come on and vie for it again because you are a worthy competitor, but you're not the champ. You need to come back around, baby. And uh, what's the next pay-per-view? Would that be uh, Hell in a Cell? Yes. All right, yes. so that's only a few weeks away. And full gear on the Seven, that's November. Of November. So I think we yeah got, first uh, week of November. Yeah, so we've got those two coming up, and that's it. God, I, I missed I missed full gear last year. That was such a fun weekend. Uh, man, it really was fun last weekend. Which I think I found some stuff from that earlier, but I don't know where I put it. Don't worry I about bunch, it. I found a bunch of new stuff from that weekend. And I was like looking around. I was like, oh, let's like, tease it. Let's tease yeah. it for. I don't know what it was. Episode. I don't know. I don't even know what it was, but I found it. Well, uh, any let's give some th- uh, some farewell thoughts on NXT and the show. What we liked, what we didn't like, some fast well, break points. What do you think? I mean, you didn't watch okay. it all. You watched. I did. Episodes. No, I did. So what I what I did was I had uh, I had the pay per view on my laptop, and then I had the Eagles on the TV. Yeah. But I had the sound on both because I mean, it, it was good wrestling. I like the party. It was just kind of meh. I was just kind of meh about the whole thing. I don't know. I'm I'm getting more and more. It's I, maybe it's just getting easier to entertain me then because I loved it and yeah, the uh, on online it seemed like everybody kind of agreed with what you were saying initially that it was oh yeah not so great not so bad yeah I don't know maybe I just felt like it looked better on paper than but it, the matches were good I don't know what I don't know what it was I just kind of felt under delivered even though like there wasn't anything that i feel like shit the bed you know what i mean i don't really know why i don't feel just hyped after that show i don't know did did you could you maybe attribute it to the thought that there weren't a whole lot of like heart pumping high spots or dangerous spots there weren't Maybe. there wasn't any weaponry or any like Maybe. savagery. It was just Nothing a lot of that, there wasn't anything that stood out at me, really. Maybe that's what it was. Is because like the only thing I I mean, I didn't I didn't even really see what happened with Ridge Holland. Like I kinda like really? turned my head and then turned back. I was like, wait, why is that a cold dead? It yeah. happened quickly. Yeah. He he showed up with him <laughs> uh, he so Ridge showed up with Adam like over his shoulder and yeah. then just kind of threw him over and walked away. And most of the footage that you saw was a lot of it was uh, undisputed. Eric kind of crouched over. That's what home. I saw. So I was like, yeah. okay, all right. So I, maybe I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's what it was. There just wasn't anything. It wasn't very high spot filled. There wasn't any real. 
you know, want any weaponry or want any gimmicks. There was nothing. Right. It was just a straight, you know, pay, straight card matches, okay. pay-per-view champion. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a good. Maybe that's a good guess as to why I feel that way. I don't know. So to anybody, I feel like that, I should. I feel like I should have enjoyed it more than I did. Well, and that's what I, that would, I was going to say. If uh, if anybody's listening or, or watching and feels the same way, I would recommend going back and at least watching the the uh, women's title match, the men's good. title match. match, the Santos Escobar and um, Swerve match was fantastic, and 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 the cruiserweight title match. Those three matches, at least, if not the entire card. Watch it again when you can kind of just – you don't have anything else going on and you can focus on the story, start to finish in the ring. I think a few of those matches, they, they focused on telling a story, focusing on a specific body part, and not necessarily, you know, big – watch this on replay moments that you got to stop what you're doing and look at it, but really understand the uh, – slow moving moves like the the kicks and the punches and the the you know the simple stuff i thought all every match did that kind of stuff really well and it was a very technically sound pay-per-view throughout but i enjoy that kind of stuff i also wonder if maybe just not having morrow there to get as excited about things makes me not as excited i mean Vic, even though no no knock on Vic, he's great but he doesn't get as you know, I, mean, I don't think he's as into it as Mar was ever. I don't think anybody could be as into it as Mar was. Exactly. His reactions were so genuine and real that I think that is a big part that was missing from, I think, tonight, too. Because mm-hmm. I think it was one of the first or second pay-per-views, really, without him, where you're just like, oh, he's not coming back. You're like, he's not there anymore. He's done. He's gone. So maybe that's it, a little different, too. I mean, I, I don't right. know. It just, there was just the energy. I just didn't have the energy that I thought it should have, and I didn't feel it. It didn't, it didn't make me get it. I didn't get it hyped from it. I don't know right, why. Right. I really don't know why. Maybe and again, nothing against Vic Joseph, but maybe yeah, he's great. I love Vic Joseph. Like that's but, what's weird. I don't, I don't understand. Maybe that specific voice, you hear it on Monday. It's not different, and just hearing mm-hmm. a different voice gives it a different feel that you can get excited for. It's not the same thing you're going to hear in a few days tomorrow. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. There's don't probably know. something to that. I know. I like Vic though. I don't want people to think that I don't like Vic Joseph. I really like Vic Joseph. I think he's great at what he does. I think he's a. I think he was. I think he was good. Would have been good with Morrow too. I mean, if they were together, I think at some point maybe. But mm. I don't know. I just think I maybe think, I missed Morrow, man. Maybe that's maybe that's something to do with it. I honestly think anybody that doesn't crap the bed in that position after hearing what you hear about how like in your ear and vocal they are throughout the match and how you literally have to listen and come across so fluidly at the same time mm-hmm. like on national television for three hours straight i think anybody that that can do that without sounding to, awful having to watch something listen to something process speak make sure you're doing everything at once is very difficult i mean mm-hmm. that's i know i couldn't do it like we can barely do this without us fucking this up. So imagine trying to do that. I know. Yeah, I know, right. I did commentary um, once. It was terrible. You know, yeah. fun fact about me: I actually used to do this, and I used to announce uh, high school basketball games. That is interesting. I, I got pa- I got paid when I was in high school to do it for another school, and then my school found out about it, asked me to do it for them, so I did it for them, and then they didn't pay me. I was trying to think there was this, was it, is it go fight live? But that, that, that used to be like an internet, like where there's a bunch of wrestling shows on go fight live or something like that. It was before fight TV and all those streaming services. It was one of those ones where people were like recording their shit, putting it up there to see oh, okay. it later. You know what I mean? Before people were able to stream stuff 
pretty regularly. Right. Uh, this was like 10 years ago. Like a, like a YouTube style, like precursor just for that specifically. Like, pay like you had to pay you had to pay for your pay-per-view it was like you know independent wrestling companies could put were putting their gotcha. shows up for people to buy and they would set the price and then go fight live would get something and they'd get something but a lot of the local ones around here had me do commentary because i had one of the websites and dude i was terrible well because they had put me with somebody i'd never met before you know what i mean and that guy was awful so like i couldn't really get into it because he was so bad and i spent more time talking shit to that guy than i did he would say something and i'd be like what the f- fuck are you even talking about you know what i mean it was like (laughs) yeah so like people got more like i kept apologizing like no no we like it it's like you're like a more vulgar bobby the brain heenan but you just don't even know what's going on i'm like yeah because i don't know what's going on and this guy's terrible at it but yeah i couldn't do their job dude so you know it's funny because ever since i was little even when i was very very little i always understood that it's dangerous in the ring only certain people can do that i don't see myself being a wrestler but i love professional wrestling so much that i'd love to be in the business so even from a very young age i always gravitated towards the managers and the announcers i definitely did the managing i loved doing that i had so much fun doing that That yeah great yeah i can see that i did the uh the school here in my hometown Mm -hmm. it was run by a guy that had his claim to fame is i think he got jobbed out on a wcw saturday night one time and he didn't, oh, no, no, he didn't want to do the job to the Nasty Boys. So, like, he just argued about it. So, he just ended up beating the shit out of him instead. And then, like, in the ring, because he didn't want to drive out of the Nasty Boys. And he wow. never was asked back. That was, like, <laughs> his claim to fame. It's like, I worked at WCW Saturday night. Like, oh, why didn't you work too? I don't want to talk about it. And everybody's like, I'll tell you later. And they told us that. But they told us, like, he felt like he shouldn't lose to the Nasty Boys, that he was better than the Nasty Boys in, like, 1992 or three right. or whenever they were in WCW, you know, 94. Like, he went yeah. out swinging. Oh, no, he didn't. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they, like, almost took his boots from him. It was, like, one of those where they're like, you don't even deserve to wear these boots kind of deal. Right. Like, yeah. But, yeah, so that guy ran a school. But he had, like, Ricky Morton come in and, like, Bobby Eaton and Dutch Mantel and, like, all those guys come in and do, like, guest spots all the time. So, hmm. But a lot of, like, like, good people came through. Like, that's how I got to meet Cash. Like, I mean, not how I got to yeah. him. That's how I got to know him pretty well because he was there and he was here every couple days and that's how i really got to meet chase and knew chase well mm-hmm. and just like all those guys that i know from this circuit was pretty much through that shitty school because it yeah. was just he ran a regular show on saturday on sunday afternoons so it was fun but Spe- yeah. speaking of chase he's uh a somebody that is on that list of people that uh i need to reach out to and b is i know he just did his twitch live is that a recurring yeah, it was thing? yesterday yeah he's gonna be doing he does it all the time he's, uh, right. he's constantly running the stream but yeah he uh had the tournament saturday but had some people back out so it ended up just being kind of like a i don't know how they ended up doing it it was i missed the missed him explaining how he was doing it again i think he was trying to fill the spots for the people that backed out and i don't know if they did like right. i don't they were just playing games all day with some people and i hung out with them for a few hours in the chat room so i'm very unfamiliar with twitch and how it works yeah and it's just I like don't play, uh, hold on and i don't play xbox but from what you just said it sounds like to anybody who's watching or listening if you head over to chase owens um uh platform on twitter or yeah twitch. It, it's uh his twitch is i think it's crown jewel bc because um, so, he's the bullet club crown, right. crown jewel member of the bullet club so i think it's twitch.com slash crown jewel bc 
but it sounds like if the next round comes up soon for, for doing one of those Twitch tournaments, if you're listening and it's something that you're interested in, you play Xbox, then it would be easy to get in because it yeah, sounds he, like... Yeah, he plays all the time with people. So, yeah, just check our... Follow our social media. We'll be plugging his stuff because we, we are sponsoring his Twitch stream. So, mm-hmm. it's a chance for fans uh, to you know, hang out and play video games with him. And, you know, you can I think ask he gives questions. out prizes too every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, well, every once in a while. And then this one, there was a tournament. So people would enter for money. You know, they would pay, they, they, they put money to enter, but yeah, there was like a, a, a prize pool for everybody. But yeah, he does and, stuff. And, it's, and you know, I'm not he, putting he, him on blast like he needs to start giving out prizes every time because of me. But he, every he once in a while, yeah, he, we'll yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can also like, you know, he, interacts with you too so there's a little chat window that pops up so you can ask questions and he's like in between you know when he's paying attention he'll talk to you and read your stuff and answer you kind of just like all the guys do you know what i mean it's it's the big thing right now for people but it's cool man what's he is he in japan right now or is he back in in texas He's, he's in texas right now okay I gotcha. So yeah, well, that'd be cool. I'll reach out to him. Hopefully he responds. And uh, if not, I can reach out to you and uh, be like, yo, tell your boy to respond. Yeah, I'll, I'll text him and be like, Hey man, <laughs> but uh, I'll do it the classy way first. I'll approach him as a, yeah, uh, no, he's, he said he would do one for us. Uh, so whenever let's uh, let's give final part parting words on what you want to see for Halloween havoc. Uh, I mean, I don't know yet. Uh, what I want to see something gimmicky. There has to be something gimmicky for Halloween Havoc. That's and we I can't mean. have a Thunderdome cage match because now a Thunderdome means something totally different in WWE. Because mm-hmm. Halloween Havoc '89 up here on my TV, we're gonna have Sting and uh, Ric Flair against Terry Funk and Muda in the Thunderdome. The OG Thunderdome electric cage match. It's electric. Boogie, oh, boogie, dude, boogie. I just I just happened to stumble across of because uh, I guess it was in. Vegas when Sting was on Starcast and he was doing the, I guess he was on the Bischoff's podcast or something. It was something, I think it was 83 weeks where they were just, they started talking about great Muda and he was just telling this great story about great Muda smoking cigarettes in the back. <laughs> he just did a great, great Muda impression or whatever. Like, Oh, you in good shape. <laughs> He's like, Oh, Sting, I can't do 30 minutes. Let's do 15. I blow up. I blow up. It was so funny. And Sting was doing such a great, great Muda voice too. It was just, <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, no, I got into that today. I got down that rabbit hole. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like to see something gimmicky since they didn't do anything this pay-per-view. Do something mm-hmm. to make Halloween Havoc feel special because that was kind of something they always did in WCW. There was, you know, the Thunderdome cage match. Then they had uh, uh, 90 didn't have anything really gimmicky other than just, um, I don't know, one gimmicky in 90. It was just the Black Scorpion teasing Sting or t- uh, taunting Sting the whole time. So it was mm-hmm. just Black Magic. Black Magic was involved in it. Uh, then '91, we had the the Chamber of Horrors cage match with Abdul the Butcher, all those people, Cactus mm-hmm. Jack, and that match was fucking horrible. You watched that one yet? Have you gotten there? No, no, no. Dude, you're, you're predating dude. Oh my stuff. god, that was rough. That was real rough. There's like, I, a, there's like, you know what? I actually might have, I might have watched they, that specific match because I've gone down rabbit holes with Cactus Jack a billion times, and oh I've seen God, a bunch dude, of matches real bad. It's real bad. It's like an electric cage with a, an electric chair, and they have to put somebody in an electric chair in the middle and electrocute them. It's See, really bad. It's really I remember bad. watching it, but I don't ever remember watching that with them. Like I remember watching that gimmick match. Didn't they have that with other people, or was it only with them? No, oh, then I, them. but it was the I most like, it, but... random makeshift group of eight people or 10 people in the ring ever. It was, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a multi man match. It wasn't just, yeah, the two of them. no, I did watch no. That. There's like, because it, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, it was like four on four or five on five. It yeah. was like war games, but yes, with like an electric cage and a 
fucking electric chair in the middle. That was stupid. I did. Then we get the spin the wheel, make the deal. So there's two of those. Mm -hmm. We get Sting and Jake the Snake, and then you get the Vader and Cactus Jack. But Cass. What do you want to see at this Halloween? Have no, you said. Oh, just a gimmick match. I want to see something gimmicky, something, something. You know what I mean? Something Mm -hmm. like that that they use. Anything like any of that? I got you. Anything to make it. See, I remember those. You know what the fuck I'm saying? I'm saying I don't. I don't. I already don't remember what I watched earlier tonight, dude. Mm. No. What happened at at thirty-one? I don't know. Right, but no, that makes that makes sense. That I hope they do this. Spin the wheel, make a deal match. That'd be cool. Coal miners glove, bro. You know how dangerous that is. Watch ninety-two. They'll tell you. I uh, my I, final. I noticed things... that Jake Roberts had a like a cobra stuck on his neck at the end of that match. I noticed it the other day because I went back and accidentally like wasn't paying attention. And I like looked up and I'm like, Jake Roberts has a snake attached to his throat, <laughs> and I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> I saw Sting punch him in the kidneys, yeah. and then a snake on his neck, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? He got bit like a bunch of times in the ring, right? I don't know. I know he made this the cobra chew on Macho Man. Macho arms. Man, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, know I think Macho Man. I remember the uh, seeing the story where Macho Man made Jake Roberts get bit by the snake in the back before that. Right. Like, Macho Man gonna try to kill me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he made Jake take the snake first. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I heard Jake also say, or maybe I heard somebody else say that Jake was like to mess with Macho Man was like riling up the snake even more. Oh yeah, he definitely did after that. After they. uh after he made the snake bite him, he was like, mm-hmm. all right, I got you, motherfucker. So he definitely like, got the snake super hot. So that it- <laughs> Yeah. But, but, did you know um, how many snakes he had? You know how many Damien's there were? Did you ever see him talk about that? I heard that there were a bunch. And didn't he like yeah. lose one in luggage once? Well, dude, you're not supposed to really travel with snakes like that. Right. They don't do well in the air. So like after like every two trips, they had to get him a new snake from this like snake farm guy. They were just always like sending him a new Damien. Poor Damien's. Peter wouldn't like that, man. Mm-mm. Wouldn't fly today. Peter wouldn't like a lot of things today. They wouldn't like your jersey. Look, man. Peter wouldn't like my jersey. Fine, since you're gonna bring it up. You thought you're gonna get a whole show without it? You know what? Peter wouldn't like <laughs> your jersey. Oh yeah, mine is your the bad Vic one. jersey. Yours is the rehabilita- rehabilitated one. This man. Hold, you me since you're it? giving me since you're giving you me grief for it? it, I am wearing a Michael Vick. You know what? I'm gonna go get my jersey. I'm gonna go get the real. And where's one. where's Odin? Where's the cutest dog in the world? Come here, Odie. Where is he? You're lucky that he's. You're lucky that he's sleeping. I'm looking for my real Vic jersey. You might be lucky. Look, this is bad for airtime. I found it. Point is, the man has done a hell of a lot for both just dogs and also for youth and just communities, both in Philly and Atlanta, and. I'm pretty sure other places too, but places where he's resided and has a, a following, he's done a hell of a lot. He's done a hell of a lot in Philly and people can say, Oh, that's just because he was in jail. And it's like, you know what? He doesn't need to do any of that at this point. He does it because he's learned something. And that's why I like this Jersey because he's somebody who learned something and he's doing good for his community and for himself at this point. And that's why I still wear it to this day. In addition, to, in addition to the fact that he was just so killer when he was on the birds and he was throwing the ball. <laughs> Remember when he made those two guys for the Vikings run into each other when he was a Falcon, that was the shit. 
dude, when he was playing for the fight for Vikings, when he was playing for the Falcons, he was like he was literally a video game come to life. It was insane. Yeah, and people can make comparisons to. Did you uh, notice I spilled something on my computer? And I'm trying to like. No, did like you? Happen. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, I did. I'm surprised it hasn't shorted out and died on me. Oh, it's okay. Spilled my soda pop on my on my computer like a dickhead. We're gonna right. we're gonna wrap this up so you can clean it. My thoughting my thoughting words. Your thoughting words. Tell me See, what your thoughting words. I do this all are. the time, man. What um, are your thoughting words? My parting words or my parting thoughts are for Halloween Havoc are that first of all, I agree with you. Spin the wheel, make a deal match needs to happen. As far right. as anything else, who would else, you put in it? I don't care. Don't care. Maybe it's a unique Loomis. way of Dexter Loomis has got to be involved, right? What if it's a way of creating a championship Havoc. title match where it's a unique spin the wheel, make a deal, where the inside wheel is all the champions, and then there's a middle wheel that's all the gimmicks, and then there's an outside wheel for potential challengers? That'd be cool. I would like to see Finn Balor, the demon, make a reappearance. Finn Balor's demon character come up at Halloween Havoc. If you're going to do it, why not do it there, right? Yeah, who would you feed him to? Or who would you feed? Yeah. yeah, who would you feed to him? Um, feed to him. That's it. it doesn't matter. He's going to go over if he's wearing the demon paint, so it doesn't really matter. So just Do you bring it back after such a long absence just for a – I mean, it's Halloween Havoc. I think if you're going to – well, I mean, it makes sense to do it, but fuck it. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to do that really that much anymore, I don't think, anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think Dexter Loomis has to be involved somewhere because he's very – Loomy! I mean, my yeah, mom calls them Loomies. Because it's Loomis from Halloween Havoc and Dexter from Dexter. So right. you got, you know, you know, you got to have him. That's as serial killer and Halloweenish as possible. I uh, I want to see everybody in the audience wearing costumes. I want to see a Halloween party where there's a food fight. I want to see uh, what? Oh my God! That's there was one other thing specific and weird. And it's it's look, um, it's low hanging fruit, man. It's not going to take a whole lot to to win me over. I love Halloween. I love I love being festive for any holiday. I mean, I get excited for St. Patrick's Day, but not just like oh, let's drink. Like I listen to Irish music in my house, and I put up like Irish decorations. I like the I like Flag Day. I like Arbor Day. Like weird stuff like that. I like UN Charter Day. Um. Uh, I like National Podcast Day, where we posted our recent interview with the wonderful, amazing Shaza McKenzie, who has her own great podcast, That's So Shaza, that's available on all major platforms. Are you a fan of Columbus Day? You know what? I am a fan of Columbus Day, but I also am not in the least bit disappointed as a, as an Italian American. I'm not the least bit disappointed with them kind of de-recognizing it for they don't have the festivals there. Like they do in the Sopranos. Uh, you know, I, they might still in certain neighborhoods do stuff for Columbus day. Cause I know in certain areas in Philly, it's still, it's still big time, but I don't really know because again, it's the kind of thing where there's, Touche, that's one where I always like saying, oh, it's Columbus Day, but I don't really do anything to you celebrate. You don't fly that, that flag, huh? Yeah. So you got me. But when it comes to Halloween, I love Halloween. So, mm. look, it's, it's, I'm going to watch that NXT episode anyway. If they're going to call it Halloween Havoc, I'm just more excited to see Halloween-related stuff. 
you know, like it, it's, it can be easy. Make, uh, make some spooky decorations in the, uh, in the CWC. Right. Capital wrestling center. Mm-hmm. The Cruiserweight mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. I'm just going to call it the Cruiserweight classic. I think Escobar would be okay with that. Santos Escobar. I was, uh, so we I always forget the guy's name that ran out and helped swerve. It's uh, the guy that used to be like Mutati or something like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, right? that was one part where I completely blanked out. I, I forgot I saw what that, that guy's name used to be. It was something like something Mutati or dude. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? That guy. Oh, man, I feel bad that I'm blanking. And they, they repackaged him and gave him a new name. Did they? Okay. Because I saw somebody was coming out, and for a second, I saw him, like, in the scuffle, and it looked like he was wearing dress clothes. And I know that Legato – No, he was wearing, like uh, – Well, let me finish. I know that Legato del Fantasma was out there with him, and then I was like, oh, I don't know if that's him or not because that could have been them scuffling around. But it looked like Robert Stone at one point. But again – I don't think so. I I think it was just that one guy. Okay. This came out. You had all of Santos's guys, and then I think you just had uh, one guy that came out to help uh, Swerve, which was whoever they're calling that guy now. I can't really remember what his name is. Well, so, the Legato is uh, Joaquin Wild, and yeah, and you didn't know that was uh, DJZ, man, Zima Ion, mm. Joaquin. You didn't know that. Remember, we talked about this during the draft or that we did went nowhere or nowhere draft. I was like, you don't know who this guy is. He was DJ Z's. That's Zima Ion. You're like, what's a Zima Ion? I was like, God damn it. Why you got to blow me up, man. Cause I mean, you need to know who Zima. How do you not know Zima Ion, bro? Dude, I live in a bubble. You don't understand how much more I've expanded just because of this show. Yeah. I live in a little bubble. You don't want to look, you don't want to look Bush league for the the 17 fans we have. That one guy is going to call you out on shit. I hope he does. I need that. I love that actually. Uh, I, I want to get guy. him on sometimes. I soon. love that guy. I, I, I want him to do him our, recently. Well, we were, I want him to do our uh, to be like our Stanford Steve for prop bets and gambling. And oh, I actually, you know what? I need to reach out to him. Let's let's get off. Yeah, because he knows all about like yeah. But dude, I do need to reach out to him about that because anyway, he, he where can we find us? Yeah, get on to him. Find that because that guy will be a good segment to have. I like that guy. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Where can we find everybody? Always be safe. Wrap it up. And you can find us on. Where can we find you? Body slam underscore pod on Twitter. I, you can find me personally, Dom underscore Malin on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Cass is at Cass, C-A-S-S-H-O-O-O-L-E on Twitter. Uh We're also on body slam net on uh, Instagram, body slam dot net on Instagram. And body slam net on Twitter. That's for the website. Yep. Uh, but obviously, if you're watching we're us, Facebook. we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Facebook slash body slam pod. Um, but you can also listen to us on all major platforms. But I would suggest coming on to YouTube and listening to us on YouTube. I think yeah, this you is can, the best platform. You can see us. You can visualize us. But for those of you that like to listen to you while you're driving or something, you can't really. That's not safe. So that's true. check us out on the Spotify's, the podcast platforms that we do as well. Everybody has preferred way, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, and keep listening because we have some fun things coming up, some fun interviews. Oh, yeah. We got we, some. Uh, I, I got way too nervous and passed out on Thunder Rosa last week, so we had to reschedule on her, and she's yeah. wonderful enough to agree to do so. So we have her coming up next week. If you have any questions for her, get them to us. More time to get questions to us. We're going we're gonna to do that again. Mm-hmm. We so have we'll some other some great more. things coming up that we'll announce later on. But yeah. – uh, 
let's just wrap it up. It's been a wrap long time. And we'll, we'll be back day. in a few days. We'll be back in a few days. Shout out to the birds who are now at first place in the NFC East Ka-ka. with their one, two, Ka-ka. and one record. And uh, let's, uh, let's take them out with our award-winning outro, buddy. All right. You ready? Podcast. 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 Podcast.